This is it. This is the podcast, man. This is it. The this podcast. is it. it. Oh, there goes the echo with the drums. Oh, shit. <laughs> we should have covered them. Oops. Oh, well. Um, so Johnny's not with us because he's sleeping because he's on overnight. So it's just me and Andrew today. Yeah, Johnny's, he's doing graveyard shift. Yeah. So he needs a lot of sleep. Sleep. It's important shit, apparently. Yeah. But uh, we've been gone for a while, so we've been gone for like over a month now. Yeah, so it's, it's been a while. It's been over a month because I went to Boise the beginning of December, and we recorded, I think our last episode was in November. So yeah. I didn't even talk about like what the shit show the podcast was in Boise, but... The... This podcast? No, 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 no. Oh. Last podcast on the left when I went to go oh, see him. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like such a shit show. Mm. But whatever. Shit happens. It looked like fun, though. It, oh. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm really good at knowing how to make my own fun. Mm-hmm. That's, that's important. <laughs> so I can pretty much go anywhere and just be totally content for the most part. So I am the fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like by yourself, well, just with a friend. But if you're like with a partner... It kind of makes things a little harder to do because you got to make each other happy. You yeah. Gotta do, you got to do what they want to do. Well, and... yeah. Well, that's like a huge communication thing, too. And I think, um, yeah, I'd rather go with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In all reality, <laughs> somebody that doesn't have expectations of how I'm supposed to act. <laughs> right. That's, that's a drainer. That drains your soul. <laughs> it does. It does. (laughs) So, um, tell me, how were your holidays since it's been, like, you know, quite a while? I think we even got through Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, we did. Uh, my holidays were okay. Kind of, kind of lame. Didn't really get to see family. Just had to work. But, uh, I got to hang out with you guys. Yep, that's right, yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, Misfits. Yeah, everything. Misfits Christmas. Yep. Those that made my Christmas. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, that makes my heart happy. <laughs> That's why I like good. to do it, just to make sure that everybody's got somewhere to go and something to do. Yeah. And I think we have a pretty good group of Misfits going on here. We really do. So. I like everybody who hangs out with us. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be hanging out with us. Right. <laughs> Mine were busy. I finished Christmas today with a Zoom call with one of my families. So that made a total of six Christmases this year. Down two from last year. Last year we had eight. I hate Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so... You hate it? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Because we have like six Christmases. Because everybody's divorced. Nobody's happy. Yeah. It's just a fucking mess. Just an ugly fucking mess. So... But, welcome to Itty Britty Sex Talks. I'm Brady. I'm Andrew. And we're here to talk about fake doms. And sextortion. Sextortion, yeah, we've got um, that on our list. Internet safety. Internet safety, yeah, because I think I actually ran into quite a few stories over our break of people getting fucked over via sextortion. Really? Which was actually interesting, because I'm like, why aren't you safer on the internet? And then it's like... These people don't know internet safety. Yeah. And I think it's because a lot of the people that are getting the sextortion things didn't grow up in our time. They're older than us, so they Mm. didn't grow up with computers. I mean, granted. um, They don't quite understand 
how to be safe. Yeah, yeah, because like I'm I'm thinking like I, I, we had our first like internet when I was like nine, so I pretty much grew up all around this. But then you have people like our parents that didn't have internet till they were like forty. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just them not knowing proper internet safety shit yeah you gotta so. grow up with it to like really understand mm-hmm. like how it all works well and it's weird like having generations after us now that like my 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 tiny humans have never not known having a computer that's crazy yeah so it's weird and i'm always surprised when people actually don't even have computers never have but we got those people around still probably not for much longer yeah. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to kind of bring up, um, fake doms because it seems to be an ongoing thing. Uh, you hear it a lot and I think a lot of doms get offended when they hear the phrase fake dom. Yeah. Um, cause it kind of, well, I mean, it groups all doms together, kind of, you know what I mean? So it's like trying to figure out who's fake and who's not. Mm-hmm. And I hated the phrase until I actually met some online. So, um, a fake dom is basically somebody who doesn't really know the correct BDSM lifestyle or limits or anything like that, and just kind of, like, pressurize their subs or people they're talking to into submitting when they're, like, uncomfortable, or they don't really know them, they're brand new, like, their sub's brand new, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um... An example is I had a friend that was on one of the dating apps and she ran into this guy and he was like, okay, well, here's my contract. You have to sign it before I'll even talk to you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and that's kind of a big warning sign because it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, what if we don't have like any of similar tastes, you know, yeah. like, like they're looking for something more than just that DS type of relationship. I think they just want to pleasure themselves more than anything. Right. So a big thing that comes into that is um, doms that are just in it for sex, the sex, the sexual aspect instead of like the relationship aspect and that, and th- and that's fine. But you still have to establish rapport yeah. between people before you can start start doing that. You gotta have some chemistry going on. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, excuse me, it's like I'm not going to. Um, sign a fucking contract i don't even know your name you know what i mean (laughs) like that's a little extreme but it happens but then you have subs too that are new to the to the um dom sub aspect of life and they don't know either so if they meet a dom that's like sign this contract before um we do anything at all you've got subs out there that are new that are like um okay can do you know they don't really know what it's all about. Exactly. They just jump into it. You know, yeah. Not, not knowing what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. And that's like one big thing about before you get into any part of kink or relationship-wise or anything is doing your research and knowing yeah. what to expect. And you know, someone who doesn't know what it's all about, they don't know what they're getting themselves into, and then they have a bad experience with somebody the first time, then they never want to do it again. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It just ruins everything. Yep. Yep. It can. Um, so I've got a little tips on here on um, fake doms. And uh, people go around and say there's fake subs too, which I think that gets more into the sextortion aspect that we're going to talk about later. Because I don't think 
people come off as new subs and they're like fake subs at the same time. I think they're just uneducated. Yeah. And I think a lot of fake doms are uneducated too. So, um. Well, how do you be a fake sub? That's the thing is, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, you could be a fake sub if you're extorting somebody. Yeah. You know, um, but as far as like in real life, to have a real life fake sub, I, I don't know. I would say it would be fake doms calling subs fake subs to feel better about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like just like turning into this big web of like, what the fuck are you even talking you're about? Fake. No, you're fake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like a fucking sitcom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, some signs of fake doms are using pet names before getting to know you, like calling you princess or sweetie right off the bat. Like their first message to you is like, Hey princess, what's mm-hmm. up? How goes it? Yeah. You know? And it's like, you haven't even asked me how my day was going or, you know, just yeah. normal conversation. When wise. a girl sends me a message on like Tinder or whatever, mm-hmm. and they start out with like a pet name. Yeah. I'm like, Nope. Me too. Yeah. Yep, 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 me too. I'm like, um, that's disgusting. I, I run into a lot of guys that will message me and they're like, what's up, hottie? And I'm like, you don't mm. know I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am, but you don't fucking know that. <laughs> so another sign of a fake dom is they don't know how to address the basics of a DS relationship. So you're talking about your limits, like yeah. your hard and soft limits. So hard limits are absolutely... I will not do that. So, like, one of my hard limits is puke, puke play. Mm. Um, yeah. That's something that I don't want to be, like, like I don't, I don't want to puke on somebody. I don't want, like, well, I mean, okay, so, like, a lot of guys, so, some guys get off on, like, um, throat fucking you so much that you end up puking on mm. them. Like, that's mm. a hard limit for me. That's, like, like absolutely not. That's like, too much. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So, um Soft limits are kind of like, ah, uh, I might try it, but I, I might, I'll probably not like it. Mm, yeah. Like, one of my soft limits was, like, piss play. Mm. It's like, I'll give it a shot, but it's not an absolute no. Right. You gotta try it, just to see. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people have, like, um, blood plays, hard limits. Mm-hmm. Um, CNC, consensual, non-consensual, will be a hard limit, because um, that kind of goes into rape play Mm. and there's a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of rape victims out there that that that's just not gonna you know fly with them yeah so that's another thing of why communication needs to be soft or um sorry addressed (laughs) so you need to be able to talk um sometimes you need hard communication yes (laughs) sometimes you need soft communication so you don't hurt feelings yeah um um, so they don't address limits they ignore safe words like I mentioned earlier, contracts are, like, right off the bat before they'll even, like, acknowledge your existence. Mm. Um, training. So they'll require, like, a certain amount of training for, like, um, slaves or uh, servants. Yeah. And if you have a dom looking for a slave or servant, they'll require training before um, anything. Or, like, um, they'll ignore aftercare. Which is a huge, huge um, aspect in the dom sub community. Aftercare. Yeah. So aftercare is like after a hard session with somebody, um, like when we do a lot, when we do rope play, mm-hmm. and like it's intense, 
and emotionally and physically intense, mentally intense, is that when you're done with the session, taking care of each other, bubble bath, snuggles, hugs. Um, instead, if you're ignoring aftercare, you're just fucking walking off and going to play video games and ignoring your partner. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would make it much worse. Yeah, yeah, because you, you have what's called, you can have dom drop too, so dom drop or sub drop, and like, um, just being ignored after that drop occurs can really fuck you up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's happened to me before, and I just felt like worthless. Yeah. And it was like, okay, so I'm just um, an item, or you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I my emotional stability doesn't matter to this person. Yeah. I'm sure that happens a lot, though. It does. It does. Yeah. But that's one way to spot a fake dom is no aftercare or communication about aftercare. And I would hope that you don't get that far with somebody to realize that they're a fake dom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's like kind of like... It's not the end of the road, but I mean, you're pretty fucking close to realizing, you know, mm. I don't know who this person is, what they're what they're all about, and that's a hard, that's a hard one to find out later in the relationship. Sons of bitches. Yeah, those sons of bitches, fuckers. <laughs> so um, BDSM is supposed to be safe, sane, and consensual. And if your limits are constantly being pushed, you need to reevaluate your situation. Mm. So that's like your your dom. Ignoring your soft and hard limits and just going for it, so no like, matter what. If you shout out your safe word and they don't recognize you, it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or or like you're tied up and you're like, I'm not into CNC, and they're like, Well, too fucking bad. Yeah, I am, and now you can't go anywhere. Mm. That's fucking rape, actually. But yeah, 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 that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so couple other ways to saw uh spot fake doms immediately asking for nudes that's a big one mm -hmm. um i'm very i'm a huge advocate of establishing some type of relationship with somebody could be friendly you know emotional whatever but um unless unless you're okay with that if that's what you're looking for just to send news to people or you know what i mean then mm -hmm. but know your audience i guess i would say and that's why it's important to have a couple conversations before you start sending yeah. pictures and you stuff get to know the person and see if they're uh somewhat normal like <laughs> <laughs> they're not just trying to fuck you over and right. get your money mm -hmm. you know get to know them see if they're a nice person you know more than a couple of days of just talking right yeah and i mean there's so much to be like like one of my big ones is like if if we don't have um the same um, interest in like music or something. I know that we're probably not going to 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 get along, and I'm probably not going to be sending you news if all you listen to is sad boy country music. You know what I mean? Like it's not my jam. Or if you know <laughs> yeah. you listen to classical music, I'll probably tell you to fuck off. <laughs> so music is really important to you. It is. Yeah, it is. It is to me too. Yeah. It's a huge, it's almost like a deal breaker. Like, I try not to make politics a deal breaker because everybody, literally everyone, is just ill-informed. Mm -hmm. So I try to give them a break on the whole politics aspect. Um, but music can definitely be a deal breaker for me. I can tell, you, I think you can tell a lot about somebody by their music taste. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Like, if they, you know, listen to heavy metal, then they're 
you get it in your head like, oh, they're they're this kind of person. Right. If they listen to jazz, they're this kind of person. Right. But, I mean, we can say that, but, like, the heavy metal crowds are, like, the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. They're the most giving. You know, they're just just cool-ass people. And that's probably why I'll like you better if you listen to heavy metal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually had an ex who listened to jazz. mm Mm-hmm. And I I don't listen to jazz. I mean, jazz isn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's good music. It's just not on your playlist. No, it's not. Right, right. So that was a turnoff for me. Yeah. Well, and then you got to fight over who gets to play music what day. Yeah, like I want to play fucking Slayer. Yeah. She wants to play uh, jazz. Right? <laughs> <laughs> jazz. I'm trying to think of, I don't even know if I know any jazz musicians. Uh, uh I don't. <laughs> no, I don't either. Yeah. Um, another um, sign to, uh, to spot a fake is uses intimidation with a sub. So this would be in a typical vanilla relationship. If you had two friends that were just in a relationship, you didn't know they were in a dom-sub relationship or whatever, it would be considered abuse. So it's like when the sub is made to feel fearful so, like, if they don't do this for the dom, they're, like, in trouble. Like, they're going to be beat or they're yeah. going to be, like, totally abused. Yeah. Um, and subs should never be made to feel that way. It should be consenting with the sub if that's the type of relationship that they want mm-hmm. to be, to, like, that kind of falls into, like, masochism and stuff. Um, but that's, like, something that needs to be discussed. Um, a sub should never be forced to do anything they don't want to do. No. So, um, needs to be healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's a f- abuse of power. And one thing that I keep running into with like fake subs is like doms that are abusing this power will, will mess with mentally with like a sub and be like, well, you're a fake sub because you won't do what I told you to. And they'll put that in their head. Huh. And then, then it's a fucking emotional mental gameplay yeah. on, on the doms part, which is pretty fucked up. So they'll use, like, fear and intimidation to gain submission, which um, I think we've talked about this before, but I think subs have more powers, power, should have more power than doms because they're the ones that are giving the act of submission mm-hmm. where the doms are usually, are just taking it. Yeah. So the do- in our reality, the, sh- the sub should be in control because when they say stop, you, you stop. stop. Yeah. Um, they're ultimately... The ones that should be in power. In my opinion. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Um, so another sign is they avoid communication. So when you're trying to have these talks about safe words or aftercare or stuff, and they're like, oh, whatever. I'm experienced. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got this. I know how to do this. That's a big That's a big uh, red flag there. Yeah. Um, if they mainly want money or sex, that's another one that's kind of... It's just greed. Yeah. If you're out there looking for to just hook up with somebody, this this is entirely differently different. But I think most sub dom relationships hold on, let me repeat that. I think most sub the sub dom aspect is more long term ish relationships instead of one night stands. Yeah. Like I would never put my trust into somebody to be a dom for me for one night. Yeah. I would need to establish a bunch of rapport, make sure we're on the same page. Limits are, you know, are said, safe words are said before I was just like, heck yeah, Dom me, dude, I just met you. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no trust in you, but let's do this, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that, that, to me, that seems a little sketchy. Yeah. Just to do it for one night and then never see each other again. Mm-hmm. Like, that just sounds like something bad is going to happen. Right. Well, keep in mind, though, that we also come from Montana, so there's a lot of clubs and stuff around the United States where, and I mean the world, that they are like dom sub clubs where you go in for one night but yeah yep and you can dom you can sub it's like an entire Hmm. they have different rooms different setups but every the difference is though everybody there has done like their background things they usually have background checks done Hmm. they have you have to submit an application you have to be proved you have to send in all your um, medical paperwork so they know you ain't got aids you know stuff like that so that's a bit more of a trusting area to go in and do a one-night stand with a with a dom yeah or sub yeah um but i don't screen people like that maybe i should (laughs) <laughs> it would be a lot safer. It really would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't think we talked about this on a podcast because it happened after our last episode. But the vampire orgy mm-hmm. that happened here in town. Well, mm-hmm. it didn't actually happen. But right. it was on our local events at a hotel. Hotel. Mm-hmm. Hotel. Hotel, yeah. Hotel near us. About There was this orgy happening. Mm-hmm. Vampire were I don't know why vampire was on it. Well, they're trying to get like that goth community. Yeah. Um but yeah, there was a huge thing on a vampire orgy and keep in mind that we come from a town of seven thousand. Yeah, there's not very many people in this town. <laughs> so it was a big surprise when we saw it. It really was. And, and I don't know, Andrew, you you emailed them. Yeah, they had an email and I talked to this lady. She seemed kinda sketchy. They wasn't really giving me a whole lot of information on it. So I, in the beginning, we thought it was actually happening. It was real. And I was very interested in going. Us too, actually. Yeah. Just to go see. Yeah, I just wanted mm-hmm. to, like, just to see if it was actually real. What yeah. What was going on. Yep. But we ended up not going. And then a day or two later, I found out that it was fake. Yeah. And they were just trying to get money out of people. Yeah. Well, because I had, when we were talking about it that night, I had looked it up on Google and I had found like seven different events around the U.S. named the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. by the exact same people. And their their little catchphrase thing was like, we're doing this weekly. Yeah, weekly. That was. And I was like, a was... vampire orgy in Lewistown, Montana weekly? Yeah. Whoa. Then... Who's got time for that? <laughs> <laughs> right? But then that got me thinking, like, it must be, like, a traveling circus. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, hits different towns yeah, every week. Yeah, <laughs> they just got to Lewistown and started advertising. <laughs> but I, I, it was, like, um, too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess where I'm going with this is that they had, like, uh, papers you got to, had to fill out. Like, you had to bring, like, a... Like, you got tested to see if you had any diseases or mm-hmm. HIV, whatever. And you had to bring it to them to show that you were clean. Right. Well, and this is a good thing on the sextortion that we're going to get to is screen the events that you're going to go to before you go to them, too. Yeah. Make sure they're legit. Do your research. We all know how to use Google. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to filter out the bad people. Well, I'm sure if you would have, like, gone a little bit further with that lady in the emails, she would have been asking for money before giving you any more information or whatever. Probably. 
And, like, the funny thing is, like, I'm like, that's a pretty small motel. I was like, we could just get a room next to it, you know? (laughs) Like, put us next to the vampire orgy so we can listen through the wall. (laughs) Still knocking on the door. Yeah. Excuse me. We're here for the orgy. Got a St. Andrew's cross in here. (laughs) (laughs) Um... The last little thing I had on fake dumbs is I think it's important to address that people new to the community, um, the new side of the dom side are often called fake doms, even though they're just learning the um, aspects of being a dom. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes the BDSM community can be a little too hard on them. Like somebody's out there reaching out for information, you know, how do I write a contract? How do I, you know, how do I even get a sub? How do I say I'm a dom to somebody that I've just met, you know? And it's like, I think they get a lot of bad rap for being fake doms. It's not that they're fake doms, it's that they're uneducated and they're new. And mm-hmm. I think that the community should be nicer. Be nice, you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> be nicer to new people trying to get into the community because it's great that the BDSM community has been able to come out and be more outspoken and like, hey, this is what I am, this is what I do. But when we're refusing to accept new people into the community, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that if you're new to being a dom, you need to be open and honest with people that you're talking to and letting them know that you're new. Um, you know, and, and being open to criticism and willing to take uh are willing to open to be open to changes of what your idea of what a sub wants because i think a lot of doms come in and they're like oh well i know what a sub wants it's like no you don't because you don't even know what you're doing (laughs) you know it's just if you're new that's great welcome thank you but be open to criticism yeah be open to it Mm -hmm. and you know Take harsh criticism, uh, like, in a good way. Yeah, yep. Um, you're gonna, you'll run into some subs that are like, um, no, fuck you, stick it up your ass, you're being a dick right now, and take that for the next time you talk to a sub, and maybe not be such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really all it is, just be nice. Mm-hmm. Be friendly, be nice. Be open. Be open, be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people out there that will, like, cheat you and lie to you and honestly i don't understand those people i don't either so then that's another good point of to be on your guard too be open and honest but be on your guard not everybody is out there to um to be to to be nice to you there's a lot of people out there to take advantage of you Mm -hmm. and that's that's why we um are gonna talk about sextortion too which i don't even know i thought it was (laughs) I found out sextortion is actually really a word today. It's a real word. Yeah, and I was just looking up extortion, and then I was like, holy shit, it is called sextortion. That's <laughs> cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sextortion is when somebody threatens to distribute your private or sensitive materials if their demands aren't met. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like internet blackmail. I mean, it doesn't even have to be internet. It can be over the phone. Um, I've heard some horror stories. There was this one guy... Um, a friend of a friend of a friend that was paying this sextortion person a thousand dollars a month Ooh. to keep his nudes that he had sent this person from his wife. 
and that's just kind of like a whole like maybe you shouldn't be a dick bag and something needs that you know that your wife doesn't know about you know um but i mean it's still not cool people are sexual they you know do their thing but um he got went on for like almost a year from what i understand that's a lot of fucking money just to find out that you know this person probably wasn't going to do it anyways and if they did well like fucking talk to your wife (laughs) did you hear or read that story about there was this thing she was it was this girl from instagram or OnlyFans. she was selling her farts and she was making like 50 grand a month Mm -hmm. and then she got like hospitalized or something oh that's sad happened yeah Yeah, there's a lot of ladies making like money on farts and and bath water is a big one yeah dirty underwear has always been big um, dirty socks. If you're a girl, you can make a lot of money. You can, if you're willing to sell it. And yeah. you kind of, like, I found that you kind of, eh, I haven't found the right communities to sell that kind of shit yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I need to find not, those guys. Not the Facebook marketplace. No. <laughs> no. They kicked me off of there. No. <laughs> I tried there. selling my dirty socks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously the only way to avoid a sextortion is to not send nudes at all or yeah. information that is sexual in nature. Like the best way not to get sextorted is just don't fucking send that shit. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately we are sexual humans in nature. <laughs> mm-hmm. So people are going to do it regardless. You know what I mean? So yeah, just think about it, though. You know, you're putting a picture of your naked body on the internet. And it's always, always going to be there. The internet. Right. The internet is a big, big place. Yeah. And well, yeah. If someone gets a hold of your nude photo, they can do whatever with it. Mm-hmm. They can send it to Iran. Right. Or, <laughs> or Russia. Right. Yeah. Well, even, like, back in the day, um, I had made, like, a sex tape when I was, like, in high school. Oh. But that was on, like, VHS and shit. <laughs> and, like, I don't know where that video is. Oh, no. And, like, the scary thing is, is, like, you're a teenager, you're not thinking. But I was a minor at that time, so I'm really fucking hoping that it's in a landfill somewhere. Yeah. Um, And, story. like, my friend's dad didn't find it or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I have no fucking clue where it's at. And it's actually constantly on my mind that I'm, like... God damn, where is that tape? Because that could be not really bad news for me, but bad news if, you know, somebody found it yeah. and, you know, for them. And I was just a 16-year-old kid not fucking thinking. Yeah, and they get caught with a minor yeah. on their VHS. Yeah, yeah. They can go to prison? Yeah, they could. They could. So um, that was a bad idea, so don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's like... I, you know, I'm pretty open and honest with my tiny humans, and that's one of my examples, is, like, I fucked up, and I don't know where that tape is, and yeah. somebody could get into a lot of trouble one day. Mm-hmm. So, and that's on me, too, for not knowing where the fucking tape is. I don't think I've done anything like that. I, I've taken pictures of my penis, mm-hmm. but I think I was over 18 when I started doing that. And I didn't, I might have sent it to one person. Right. Yeah, who knows what that, right? Yeah, 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 you just don't freaking know. 
Um, a couple of other ways to help avoid sexual extortion is know who you're sending your information to. Mm-hmm. You need to know and trust them. I would suggest like video calling with them before sending them nudes so you know that they're an actual human mm-hmm. being and they look like what they said they were looking like. Um, turn off your webcams when you're they're not in use because mm-hmm. those can easily be hacked into. Um, that's really, really, really important. Um, I usually don't even have mine plugged in or to the computer at all um, unless I'm doing my video game shit with Twitch. Yeah, so with this laptop, I got I got a little cover that yeah. just slides over the camera. The camera, yeah. And that's really nice because mm-hmm. I get paranoid. Me too. Like, I don't know why, but I get really paranoid that someone's going to, like, hack my laptop and mm-hmm. look through my camera while I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that could happen. And it they could, could record could. you, and then they could sex start you. Yeah, it can happen. That, that could very well happen. Um, another big thing is to use strong passwords. Mm-hmm. So make it harder for those guys to get in. Um, a lot of these, I found some... some um, Statistics, which are my favorite, um, from the core.media, which apparently is a news group. Um, but Americans lost more than $8 million to two sextortion cams in 2021, and these reports are from September mm-hmm. of 2021. So they're like from four, five months ago. Um, as of July 21, there have been more than 16,000 sextortion complaints to the FBI's internet. Oh, man, this is a long one. The FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center. The ICCC. (laughs) There's a thing. I see. Um, Nearly half of the victims were between 20 and 39 years old. Um, But the highest rate, they said, was um, 60 and over Hmm. for victims. And I'm putting that on. Grandparents, parents don't know Internet safety. Yeah. Um, and then the lowest rate was like 20 and under because they know internet safety better, I guess. Or they're just fucking smart and don't send their nudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the older people, they just don't know. Yeah. Yep. And people like to take advantage of that. Yeah. So, um, that's all I got on those. Okay. Yeah. So. Well. Um, Okay, so another thing I want to talk about that I thought was an interesting conversation piece was I watched a porn the other day that was this chick and this dude and this uh, female sex doll. Okay. But the sex doll didn't have arms or legs. It was just a torso. No head. Just a torso. (laughs) (laughs) That could be their thing. Yeah. That could be their thing. Yeah. Um, but it was just interesting because I'm like watching it and I'm like, man, I wonder if this would help people that are interested in doing threesomes, but they don't know how they react with another partner. If this would help them kind of like ease into it yeah. or if it's just like so fake, they, they know mm-hmm. and that's their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could possibly help them like lean into a three way threesome. Just watching your partner do dirty things to a amputee. <laughs> And... I don't think that's right, <laughs> but yeah, just watching your partner fuck something else—that's yeah. not you. Yeah. Um, I, it's possible, but you know, oh, a human being is way different. They are, they are. It's... I mean, this was like no high-tech sex doll like I want to get. Yeah. 
This is like just a sex doll. What if it was a robot? Yeah, I want a robot. A robot that had, you know, some kind of feelings? Not they do. feelings, but, you know. Yeah, they'll, like, tell you that they love you. You can heat them up to body temperature. Yeah. Um, good snuggle buddies have conversations with you. The sex doll industry is amazing. Yeah. And it always makes me think of, did you ever watch that, uh, what was it called, AI? With Haley Joel Osment and... Um, Robin Williams was in it. Really? Yeah, and they were both um they were both artificial intelligence like um robots. Yeah. And I remember that there was a sex doll lady in there too or a sex robot in there too. You've never watched that? No. Oh, it's so sad. It's from like oh. the it's it's a really it's pretty old. Um yeah. but it was really sad because Haley Joel Osment's kid character was a kid robot and these people adopted it because their kid was sick. And then they got sick of the robot kids, so they just left them on the side of the highway. Maybe I did watch that. It's pretty sad, dude. Is there a scene where the kid, he eats real food and it, yeah. like, fucks him up? Yeah. 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 It's a good movie. If, yeah. if people haven't watched it, I suggest watching it. But, um, yeah. That's literally all I got. Have you seen iRobot? With, uh... Doesn't have Will Smith in it? Will Smith, yeah. I have not seen that. But I love artificial intelligence. I think it is the coolest thing ever. It's it's getting crazy. It is. I'm going to end up being a robot advocate. And um, just like I'll be a zombie advocate. <laughs> Save the zombies. Because <laughs> oh people fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the human race. <laughs> it's good and it's bad. Yeah. The bad seems that way the good most days, but... Yeah. Oh, wow. But. That's why I kind of like living in a small town. Because there's not that many bad, bad people here. No, and it's easier. I feel like it's inter- easier to interact with people because, like, when you do go out, you know people. Yeah. Um, you know people walking down the street. Yeah. You know, you kind of recognize people where, like, um, in some of the other towns I lived in. I have to call them towns because they're not cities compared to, like, L.A. by any means. Yeah. But. Um, you could go like six months without seeing somebody where here you don't really run into that. <laughs> no. Well, so. you know, you just go to the bar and you see someone across the bar and you're like, oh, they look familiar. I saw them like a couple weeks ago. Right. But I didn't talk to them. Yeah. But they seem like a nice person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've got yeah. that going for us here for sure. But, you know, in a big city, you don't know fucking anybody. No. You only know your small little group. Right. And you go out and there's just so many people. Yeah. And they could be fucking serial killers or rapists. <laughs> could be. I still think, like, a small town is probably the best place to be if you're a serial killer. Yeah? Yeah, it's easy to hide in plain sight. Yeah. So. Nah, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> Look at Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> well, he really wasn't in plain sight, but... <laughs> yeah, no. But... That's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, then that's a wrap. We're gonna wrap it up here. That's that's it. That's it. We we'll see you. It. We'll hear you. You'll hear us in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna. Are we gonna do the uh, insurance thing? Yeah, we'll do that. Um, probably next time. Okay. 
I was thinking we should like write a script. Yeah, we should. And record it and edit it. Yeah. Make it real professional. Yeah, we'll be professional this time. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs>